Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bill, thank you for taking the time to hop on. Hey, JR. Thanks for having me on. Let's do it. Most certainly. I, I guess the biggest question is, what the hell is going on with all of these coaches leaving? Is it all related to NIL and, and the transfer portal, free agency, etc.? I think that's part of it, certainly. In each case, is different. I mean, Nick Saban, nobody's going to blame him for retiring. You mentioned Jim Harbaugh. I, I just don't think he got the Super Bowl out of his system. And then the latest ones, though, are a little more concerning. For Chip Kelly and Jeff Halfley, it's a case where you're coaching at a Power 4 program that probably isn't going to, isn't built to win a national championship or get to the college football playoffs. The more concerning one was today, though, with Sean Elliott, Alabama poached two group of five coaches. So I'll ask you this back. Um, I think it's easier to become a Power Four coach by being an assistant in a Power Four school by being a group of five head coach. And I think the path is probably as an assistant at one of the Power Schools. Hmm. So why do you think we have that shift, though, Bill? That's, that's what I'm really curious to find out. Um, I'm going to dig into those numbers and find out just how many guys were group of five coaches that, that made the jump up. Um, I'll point to a couple examples where you know, Billy Napier hasn't had the success at Florida that we thought he might. And you know, there's others like that, that they coach in the group of five and then they struggle when they make that move up and then you get leery of it. Bad example, maybe, because Josh Heupel did the exact opposite. He's done a great job at Tennessee from UCF. But I think as we get into this next chapter of college football and the haves start to resemble NFL franchises, which they already do, it just makes sense that you would want to be on them those stabs, like Sharon Moore and some others, uh, that you can slide over and take that head coaching job. Ryan Day did the same thing. Bill Bender is joining us here, the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio. You, you talked about the changes uh, that we're seeing, and it's not just coaches moving around. We have uh, teams that are, are leaving conferences for, for bigger money. Seems like buyouts don't matter anymore, whether you're a coach or whether you happen to be a team. What's, what's that reorganization look like? It's College football already looks different than it was five years ago and five years from now there's going to be an even bigger difference yeah it is and i i think the next couple of years are going to be an experiment of sorts and i would start with the college football playoff of you know what if, what if the first round's bad 
I've been asking that question the last couple weeks. Is And I say bad in terms of when you and I watch March Madness that first round and UConn is beating the 16th seed by 40 points, it's easy to change the channel. The college football playoff is going to have less games. So if it looks like a week one blowout, we're going to sit and watch. Um, I, I think the recruiting calendar needs reorganized. I think we need to consider revenue sharing. Uh, and if you fix those two things, the transfer portal will fix itself because I'm all about letting athletes have the choice to play where they want to play. When my son gets to college and he wants to go to a different college, why wouldn't you want him to do that? Well, without a shadow of a doubt, Bill Bender is here with us from the Sporting News. It seems that from the uh, the, the introduction of, of NIL and the player movement, players now have the option to go ahead and chase money. I mean, if they knew that they were going to get money in cash at their, their current college, wherever they're playing, they wouldn't have the, the, the same need or feeling to have to go out and, and chase it. It took forever for players to even get to this point. How long before you see any possibility of any revenue sharing? It's, it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation because it's taken so long to get to this point. I, I think it makes sense. I've always thought it makes sense, but – do you make them employees of the university? I, I thought the path to go with these, as I mentioned, college football programs that are more like NFL programs, why wouldn't you run that like an NFL franchise, salary cap it, and let those schools do their own thing? Um, I get the dangers of it, but I, I think if we've already opened NIL, why wouldn't we go all the way and, and do something that benefits them? Because you and I, all we all know how much money – is being made from the sport and the student athletes, if we want to call them that still uh, have to get a piece of that. There's no doubt. Has the, the NCAA run away from responsibility or organization or structure? Where have they, they been lacking in this process? Cause it seems like everything just went, went to shreds and went for free for all very quickly here over the past couple of years. Well, they're easy to target, but I, I always, think that's a little bit of low-hanging fruit because it's what we wanted. We, we wanted athletes to be able to transfer. We wanted athletes to be able to benefit from their likeness. Um, we wanted the 12-team playoff. We wanted real, I don't think we wanted realignment personally. I, that's the one that's got me because I hated seeing the Pac-12 die. I, I just, and I'm in Big Ten country, right? So I, I just hated seeing a, an entire region of the country go away in terms of the the conference but yeah so i I think the ncaa we can target them and say where was the leadership and part of that is maybe the need and we've said it for years i don't know that it'll ever happen to have a college football commissioner but in order to do that all of these conferences have to be on the same page and that's been the hardest part as well because they're protecting their own interests the sec and the big 10 they may have a joint venture committee but at the end of the day they're looking out for themselves it's wild. While Bill Bender is here with us, the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio, coming to us from the Sporting News. With all the things that are wrong with the college football system, what are some of the positives? What can we look forward to moving forward? Well, I think this new rendition of realignment is going to be interesting because, I, I like I said, I live in Columbus, Ohio State's right here there'll be better games on a more consistent basis. I mean, when you watch Ohio State, there's really only two games they could possibly lose. I think the SEC without Nick Saban becomes much more interesting, especially with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma. 
um, Dion and the Big 12 alternative programming to the SEC and Big 10. And I think it's going to be fun. You know, and with the wide-open 12-team playoff combined with Nick Saban leaving, yeah, Georgia and Ohio State will be prohibitive favorites, but see, wait and see if they can get through. I mean, the NFL playoffs, we always think we have it figured out. Well, now we do because we just have to pick Patrick Mahomes to win the whole thing with the Chiefs every year now. Well, Bill, you mentioned Deion Sanders. We had mentioned him earlier as well. We know he made a big fuss when he came into Colorado about what players will still be there and, and who uh, will be gone. What do you think his second full season will look like at Colorado? How, how long do you think he'll be there? What do you expect? Well, yeah, more growth from Shador. When your son is that good, that helps. Um, and a little more depth on the offensive and defensive line. I think they'll get to a bowl game. I think it'll continue to be fun. That first month of the season was unlike anything we have ever seen in college football in the last 25 years. And then, yeah, the bottom fell out a little bit. But the fact was he took over a one-win team and got four wins, almost got to five, and, and improved the program. I think he will still be in the spotlight. In the Big 12, it'll be fun. Because look at the parity that you're going to have in that conference. I don't think there's a domineering power like Utah, Arizona, BYU, Colorado. TCU, those will be fun games, and somebody will get into that playoff out of that conference, maybe two teams. As an overall, Bill, and as we wrap things up, with all the movement amongst uh, coaches, with all of the uh, quarterbacks who are going to be moving on to the NFL and the draft, we know the usual suspects when it comes to who's going to be competing uh, for the playoffs. We also know about the expansion. Who would you say, what, what teams would really be in the lead so go ahead and, and, and compete for the national championship next year. Well, I'll start with four teams that, that most people will pick. It would be Georgia, obviously. And there's, there's a big upset, right? <laughs> uh, Ohio State with the additions they made. Uh, Quinshaw Judkins, Will Howard, Caleb Downs. He might be the best player in the country next year on defense. Texas, that, with no, more, no more jokes. They're good. And they've got Quinn back in a loaded roster. And then Oregon. Those are the four I would pick it off the top. Oregon going to the Big Ten could create a really good rivalry with Ohio State. And, uh, you know, Michigan and Alabama, obviously, they're still going to have talent even though they lost their coaches. So I wouldn't, like, write them off just yet. So, But I think Ohio State and Georgia is where that conversation starts. They played a great game a couple years ago. I think they'll play another one next year. Well, Bill, final question for you. You mentioned Texas. We know that Arch Manning is, is sitting behind Quinn, who said, I ain't going anywhere. What is the most likely scenario for Arch? I think he sits for one more year. And, and, you know, there was a lot made about the competition he played in high school. So why not develop for another year behind Quinn Ewers? Quinn Ewers also has missed time the last two years. I think he's missed four or five games. So Arch might get his chance. I, I think the Manning family, you've seen patience with Eli, way back to Archie. You know, Peyton was the third stringer when he started and had to wait for a couple injuries to get in. So I, I won't be surprised if he stays put. And I, I've had no indication that he's going anywhere. But when he does get on the field, it will trend. I mean, I, I can use our side as proof. Whenever he got in those articles, they went right up on chart beat. Yeah, everybody wants to see Arch Manning out on the field. Hey, Bill, thank you for taking the time to hop on. Where can people follow you and all of your work with Sporting News? Bill Bender 92 on Sporting News. 
and you can find all the work there. I, I really appreciated the conversation tonight. It was good. College football is a long way away, but as you know, it'll be here before we know it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 